chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we had two pretty good races. One was really long. The other one had a lot of lead changes uh, over at the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. Yeah, really good racing at a track so fun that uh, they're going to just totally discombobulate it for next year. Well, the one thing I didn't like about the track is they were talking about how much sand gets kicked up or whatever, but then yeah. like the grooves, like how do we not repave it so that cars aren't spinning out just because they're, they hit some grooves in the asphalt. Well, I think if they're going to race there in the future, they would have, but they're like, screw it. We just got to make money and get through this race. Yeah. Very sad. But I thought there were some guys, there were some good good cars. It seemed like uh, a lot of cars in the top 10 had spinneroos. Yeah. And I think we'll kind of get to this. But one thing that I've noticed these last two races is you can be down, but you're not out of it, especially with these new cars. The new cars and you can get back in it with, well, you can get back in it, but you can just get totally out of it, but you're not out of it with pit stops. I, there were never so many drop five spots, pick up seven spots, drop six spots. Yeah. I'm sure they'll even out as they get used to it. But right now it seems like a, uh, a good place to make up ground. So let's get into Sunday's cup race. Uh, first though, national anthem was pretty badass. Yeah, we, we mentioned it. I, first of all, I didn't know like the Cleveland Browns when I was a fan of them, I still am, but I don't get the games, but we didn't have a guitarist apparently she's the yeah. la rams guitarist uh, in addition to uh, what's his nuts not ozzy osborne the other uh, uh we said in the preview van halen no anyhow um yeah she wailed it i i enjoyed it um good mix up you know you can only have so many 12th grade or sixth grade choirs sing it and <laughs> It was a good change of pace. And then uh, we had the Grand Marshal, um, Andrew Whitworth, and he was joined by Matt Stafford. Yeah, the Matt Stafford wasn't like Alice previewed. Cooper. Alice Cooper, that's what, yeah. Uh, God. Anyhow, uh, like the preview things that mentioned Andrew Whitworth, but didn't mention Matt Stafford, so I was shocked to see him there. It's like, oh, my God, the quarterback's going to steal his thunder. But no, the quarterback blocked for him, just introed him and let him say, the words which is good because a lot of times it's hard to to get a duo to say it at the same time yeah so he blocked for his man and then and and belted it out and then the other funny thing so i was listening uh on the motor racing network while i was walking through heb doing some grocery shopping and driving home and they talked about danny trejo like being up the first of all he was like wasn't wearing a shirt he took his shirt off and then he was <laughs> he like, a white up, beater on and he was like well up in the stand for like 45 minutes just like waiting for the green flag to come down and they finally yeah. did it and they're like we've we don't know if we've ever seen anybody a celebrity have this much fun than danny trejo well they say they even mentioned on the broadcast that he stayed up a few laps after and i think at some point nascar's probably like you gotta get down <laughs> but I never like noticed it at a track before on the flag thing. Cause of course they didn't have the flag drop on the broadcast, but I found some videos on the uh, social media. If I'm dropping the green flag at a NASCAR event, I am having it 
duct tape to my hands like uh edward's six-pack hands because like i would be so afraid of dropping the green flag on the track because he's like leaning out like waving it yeah and the cars are going i would definitely be waving it with two hands definitely wouldn't be doing a one-hand wave because you drop it i think how embarrassing is that although i guess it's never happened in all these years but and then the other thing that i thought was funny was on the motor racing network they were talking about how most of the infield was full like with all the campers and they're like it's not a sellout but there's a great crowd here and it's pretty close and then when i got home and turned on the tv there was like no one in the stand i mean there was there were people but it was pretty empty yeah i i which is disappointing it is a hard big track so it's hard to fill up a two mile track um the one thing i noticed i didn't put it on the rundown the night a couple nights before the race friday might have been thursday too they have this thing where like they showed the infield during the Xfinity race bicycles all over the place. Apparently that's the shtick there. Yeah. Cause the inside so long, you, you know, to ride a bike around. Well, they let the kids out on the track Friday night. Whoa. And I saw some social media, like Cole Custer's out there on a bike <laughs> with all these people like interacting and it's a great idea. Um, you know, maybe more tracks should do it. Cause I've been thinking about it. We got to build the sport up. Little kids like cars. I have nephews. Hi, Henry and Oliver. I know you're, my dad's making you listen, but uh, they love cars. What better way to introduce new fans than, hey, kids love cars. Here's some cars. Yeah. So, yeah, just a NASCAR ad wizards if you're listening. All right. And then, uh, so qualifying and practice was uh, uh, with Henry and Oliver listen. So it was kind of a uh, S show, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh so kurt bush <laughs> they might say those words already I <laughs> kurt bush friday night he basically failed inspection three times so he lost his crew chief lost his pit crew uh or his spot on pit road um and he had to start at the back of the field and then once they went green he had to do a pass-through penalty well then during qualifying there's about seven cars that spun out or had issues um so it's just i think it's a lot of teams trying to figure out some things a little bit of the track but uh, not really a great start for the new qualifying format. And I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I'm a uh, we're both NASCAR fans, but Auto Club Speedway one of the one of the few tracks I don't remember ever watching a race like on TV. I think it's because it's always like second week, and I'm always so engrossed in like whatever sport I'm working with, college baseball. Even back in the day when I did hoops, like. I don't remember, like, I remember thousands of races at Bristol and Martinsville and Richmond, like mentally, like watching this race, I was like, I never realized, like, yeah. Yeah. Like when they did the five wide salute, I was like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. But now that we're, we're uh, like the biggest uh, NASCAR podcasting, just aficionados putting that one in the memory bank even though they're never racing there again under that configuration <laughs> once again so uh let's get into the actual race stage one austin cindrick was on the pole he didn't even lead the first lap as uh eric jones took that away from him uh jones and reddick are strong early we get our first incident on lap nine as kyle bush uh spins out and he was one that had some trouble in qualifying as well yeah, he actually brought that out on 15, but on lap nine, they went to him talking to his crew chief, and he just spouts off 69,420 things wrong with his car. Uh, so you know it's going to be a long day for him. Uh, during that time, Reddick uh, 
ends up passing Jones. So he now has a lead and he looks powerful. Like I've never seen Tyler Reddick uh, lead this many laps. Um, he's definitely going to win this race. I wish I would have picked him. Yeah. So uh, we have Kyle Busch to get the spinneroo and then uh, Ryan Blaney. So the caution comes out on lap 15. We get a competition caution so they can check the tire wear. And this is where I'm like, okay, this is the whole reason why we have uh, practice and qualifying. Like, we don't need to do competition cautions anymore. But uh, Kyle Busch did spin out. Ryan Blaney helping the podcast out as he has a loose lug nut, and he lost 13 spots. Yeah, loose lug nuts ain't going anywhere. You guys think they are? Like, this lug nut's supposed to be stuck to the wheel? It ain't. It ain't. It and it was like, funny because my mom texted me. It was like, oh, we're watching the NASCAR race, and they were talking about a loose lug nut on the car. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, it's good for the brand. Yeah, uh, so lap- get- go ahead. No, uh, I was going to say, I was surprised, like, the lug nut went into another thingy. Like, to me, yeah. that's equipment, and he didn't get a penalty. So that must not be a – like, they must still think they're little small lug nuts and not big honking lug nuts. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, lap 21, Reddick and Elliott are out front. Three Hendrick cars in the top eight. I thought they were going to have a strong day today uh, as they didn't really do that well at Daytona. Chase was second, William Byron third, Larson eighth. Elliott gets the lead on lap 23, and then 11 laps later, he is running way too hard up on the top, and he just slams into the wall. He seemed haunted today uh, or yesterday. He uh, or two days ago. <laughs> when do we hear this he like he every time they showed his car something bad was happening this was not a uh, a good day for people who were fan of uh, hooters bogo wings yeah so everybody starts passing elliot the next lap reddick byron and eric jones two laps later kyle bush has to come into the pits as his car is overheating uh he ends up going a couple laps down as they're it was kind of weird, but it was cool because they did the cutaway car on TV and it was talking yeah. about where the air comes through and the water's coming out and how they're, they got like the blow leaf blower type thing in there trying to clean out the grill. Yeah. And they, uh, this is around the time they start talking about Tyler Reddick and his legs going numb. Yeah. Apparently he's been working out and, uh, his from doing squats, his legs are bigger than they were and the straps were cutting off the circulation doesn't seem like something uh, good for yeah. this early in the race so while uh kyle bush was in the pits uh elliot spins out in turn two so we get a caution uh and then once we restart a little bit later on martin truex brushes the wall and he nearly takes out cindric and when cindric is mo- uh, trying to get out of the way of truex he swipes larson not a lot of damage, and as we've seen with these new cars, is that they can take a bump or two, unlike the old ones. So really no harm, no foul, but it was a nice job by uh, Cindric and Larson to kind of keep things clean. Yeah, and well, it is weird because while they can take a beating, they can't get a flat tire because <laughs> they then have to be towed, which is so weird. Um, and then Josh Balicki brings out a caution as he spins out. Um, and then Kurt Busch, who, you know, we had talked about how to do the pass through penalty. He has a great pit stop moves to fourth, but he gets caught speeding, uh, on exit. So he has to restart at the back of the field. A lot of, it seems like a theme, uh, 
bad days for people i wonder if they'll show up again now yeah who knows uh tyler reddick ended up winning the stage he dominated followed by eric jones william byron chase briscoe kyle larson alex bowman joey logano ryan blaney austin Cindric, and ricky stenhouse and then this is during the stage break is when they interviewed uh reddick <laughs> and boyer was like oh i want to you know, you've been, you got bigger by working out. I would have been bigger by doing some other things, especially these first couple weekends. <laughs> <laughs> what could that be? Yeah. This <laughs> is kind of funny. But uh, start of the stage two, lap 92, Christopher Bell brings out a caution um, as he spins out. And then Hamlin becomes the third Joe Gibbs racing car to have an overheating issue that practically ends Christopher Bell's day and not a great day for Joe Gibbs racing. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Bush, even a couple laps earlier, he has a, very not good day continue as he blew a left uh, tire and it shows that we are smart because only a moron wouldn't pick Kyle Busch to win the race neither one of us picked him (laughs) I mean just because you've had great history there like it's a new who's who's the moron now yeah uh so once we get back to green it is Tyler Reddick still in the lead and then Chase Briscoe uh is in second uh lap 101 william byron takes the lead he leads for a couple more laps and then we get a caution with 20 laps to go in the second stage as chris busher gets turned around uh he goes into the wall he blew a tire in, on entry in turn one yeah i uh, it's a lot of tires blown a lot of how many uh, yellow flags do we end up with i think there's 12 12 and two of them are caution so 10 or stage breaks at 10 yeah yeah i don't know if you noticed it on lap 96 i think it was mike joy called a i think it was a triumph tr7 if there's any fans that can go back and watch the race he called it a vintage porsche but i don't think the car was a porsche i think it was just an old car and like if memory serves me correct it was a triumph tr7 i only know that because i think my parents used to have one but an old school porsche yeah, I would have known if my parents used to have a Porsche, <laughs> I think. So uh, they go into the pits with 18 to go uh, during this Chris Busher uh, caution. William Byron's in the lead, but they have issues uh, with this left front tire being put on, and they think, like, you know, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. They think that the, the tire changer messes that up. So he goes from first all the way to 17th. His pit stop was six seconds longer than Tyler Reddick's. Yeah, and uh, in that same one, Logano dropped like a bunch of spots and Custer picked up seven spots. He moved into 11th. Um, So like we said, lots of swings that you haven't seen in the past in the pits. And then so we restart with 15 to go. Reddick chooses the outside. Jones is on the inside and Jones clears him on the backstrike. And then Kozlowski goes for a spin in the infield grass. Yeah, my pick. this isn't the last time we'll see him spin around. Maybe it's karma for Daytona. I don't know, because he was running fourth at the time. Yeah. And he looked like he could be a contender, which is why I picked him. But it was nice for him because you could hear his spotter yelling, like, you have no, like, just keep it straight, keep it straight. Yeah. You're, you'll keep it fine. So he was able um, to keep it the, the car in good shape. Uh, Tyler Reddick ended up winning the second stage. Eric Jones was second, followed by Logano, Blaney, Larson, Custer, Sendrick. Amarola, Byron, and Hamlin rounding out the top 10. And they kept mentioning, too, that if you, the last four winners at this race had won stage one. So Tyler Reddick, who has 
at the, as this point in the race has led more laps this race than he has his entire career. Can't feel his limbs, but he's running fast. <laughs> but you notice that they never really mentioned it. Yeah. Like they, they fucking blew it out of the water in the first stage. And then he took some ibuprofen during a pit stop and then they never talked about it again i thought they gave him some sugar packets <laughs> yeah they did that but then they were like oh he's giving him ibuprofen through the window <laughs> so final stage uh we restart eric amarola spends a couple laps into the sage saves it heads to pit road and then he just did it to you know it was the easiest thing for him to do to stay on the lead lap but then he realized that he got a couple bald spots on the tire so he has to come pit we think he's going to be in trouble or is he we shall see. The other one, I don't know if you noticed, Josh Balicki got 69,420 lucky dogs in the race. Well, so did Kyle uh, Bush. Yeah, but uh, he ends up blowing a tire. He ends up being too far back to get 69,421st <laughs> one. So uh, Tyler Reddick's leading the whole way uh, in the final stage. And they're cranking it up. Foxes, I was turning the volume up on the TV, 49 to go. And then all of a sudden, Tyler Reddick blows a tire out and then he gets hit by William Byron. So this is a huge thing in the race because Reddick had been dominating. Byron was chasing him down. And I still don't understand how Byron hit him. Yeah, like Clint tried to explain it and I wasn't following along. Yeah. And yeah, and Matt Kenza to was silent for much of the race was silent while he's explaining yeah. it because like so reddick blows his tire and he's on the back stretch and he stays up against the wall and then out of nowhere william byron comes in and like side swipes him and they, yeah, so they I think mean, he got loose a little bit but i'm just like how do you the caution like yeah you had to have seen and he was uh reddick was sort of coming down but not coming down that fast like he was yeah. drifting more than state like sharp turn down so yeah it was a uh like if I, I'm hundred percent sure it wasn't intentional, but yeah. if I wasn't hundred percent sure it was intentional, I'd be like, was that intentional? So we restart with 45 to go. Eric Jones has the lead followed by Bowman, Logano, Larson, and Custer. Logano gets a great restart. He takes the lead after turn two. And then two laps later, Kislowski and Bubba Wallace get into each other as Wallace clips his left rear. He kind of mentioned that uh, Bubba on his radio that he, he kind of got a little loose. There's nothing really he could do. And then Kozlowski kind of came down on him. But you know who got screwed again because of Kozlowski getting into an accident? <laughs> uh, is old Harrison, Harrison Burton. Burton. Don't call me Harry Burton. <laughs> so poor Harrison Burton gets involved uh, along with Austin Sendrick. He may finish a race sometime. Harrison Burton, man, the Wood Brothers. They just need to stay away from Kozlowski. Which did you hear? Penske's coming up on 600 wins. I don't know if that – I think it was Penske. They named someone was coming up on 600 team wins. Huh. I don't know if that gets us six ice cream cakes or we're just sticking to Wood Bros. I think we just got to stick with Wood Bros. All right. Um, let's see. If the restart with 35 to go, it's Logano, Larson, Elliott, Jones, and Chastain. One lap later, Larson takes the lead, and I'm looking pretty damn smart because someone picked him to win. You are. And then uh, we, uh, 32 to go. I think we got Hendricks, uh, three of the top five, Penske, two of the top five. Yep. And then uh, with 28 to go, Ross Chastain, who was having a great day and was in seventh, he spins. He was in a beautiful car that you picked. Yeah. Um, so we get another caution, uh, head down pit road, and then 
when they come out, it is Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, and Kyle Larson. They're the first three off pit road. Chase Briscoe uh, doesn't pit and is the leader when we restart with 22 to go. And uh, they called this pretty easily, but he faded quickly. Yeah. How many times have, since we've been doing this show have cars that haven't taken tires ever been able to stay, even in the top 15? Yeah, it was bad. Like you he have to he do, got into turn one and everybody just blew What up. you have to do is hope that you being slow, slow causes the crash that you can go pit. But even then, you need a couple laps to run for it to work out because you need their yeah. tires to get bad. So he Briscoe fades fast. Larson takes the lead, followed by Elliott. And then we have a wild, wild sequence for Hendrick. And this is what people will be talking about all week. Bowman goes into the wall. He's able to keep it clean, so no caution comes out. Then, as Larson and Logano are fighting for the lead, they cross the start-finish line. Elliot has a run on the high side. Well, Larson, like, blocks him, sending him into the wall. And Larson goes over his radio, and he says, you know, I didn't know that he was yeah. up there. Yeah. And <laughs> Chase Elliott has some choice words over the radio. And then the, my favorite part of it, laugh-out-loud funny moment, is Matt Kenseth who I thought was pretty good goes, I think Chase might've gotten into the wall there. And it's like, uh, you think his car's wiggling and he just like, there was nowhere for him to go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the Larson coming over the thingy, like this is the second time in three races that he's, he wrecked Justin Haley at the uh, LA Coliseum. And then on that one, he knew he was there but he was wrecking him because he thought he was the guy who hit him earlier. But the only reason he was the guy that hit him earlier is someone else hit him. So two sort of tainted moves by the defending champion who got a lot of love for being like a great racer. And now he's just turning into the evil empire. Uh, We'll see though. We'll see how this goes forward. So Larson leads with 20 to go. And then uh, the 12th caution of the day comes out as Chase Elliott spins after going a lap down. And it looked kind of similar to a Kyle Busch spin out that we saw last year. That is funny you say that because I made different notes and I put on mine because like part of the race, I, I did notes on my own after you already did notes. And I, what did I put here? I was put Elliott spins out with nine to go. Was that a Kyle Busch truck racing spin? <laughs> did he do it on purpose? um i tried to look for the gloves on the steering wheel to see if it was a because he was by himself i mean he was dropping like an anvil or whatever you always say uh but it was funny because he went over his radio and was like like i just want to make sure i'm right like are we seeing what we're seeing and his team like kind of confirmed it and then all of a sudden he spins out and larson was leading by he was running away with it he was running away with it like tyler reddick was running away with it earlier yeah so we get the caution. Uh, everybody goes to the pits. Kyle Larson is the leader, followed by Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, and Austin Dillon. They are the top four off pit road. We restart, and Suarez clears Larson with three to go. I'm getting all excited. He had a great Tootsies. run because he got a great push from Eric Jones. Um, but then Larson got a huge run with two to go and takes the lead. Austin Dillon is on his ass, but it's not enough as Larson takes a checkered flag. Austin Dillon second, followed by Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, Eric Amarola with a sixth place finish after like coming out of nowhere. And then his teammate, Kevin Harvick, also out of nowhere. 
uh, finishes seventh, and then Kurt Busch eighth. Daniel Hemrick also out of nowhere finishes ninth. Well, Kurt Busch was out of nowhere multiple times. Yeah, and then Ricky Stenhouse finished tenth. So because he didn't wreck he. Because <laughs> yeah. he's in that beautiful Honey Nut Cheerios car. Yeah, it was pretty sharp. I had not seen it before the race, and uh, which leads me to wonder, like, who the free person uh, was on Sunday that could have posted racing paint schemes on our Instagram and Twitter account. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think who was at uh, seven hours of baseball that day. Who, <laughs> who wasn't? But so I thought the race was pretty good. A lot of. I think with some of those tracks, like when you have the longer runs, like Reddick led for a while and Larson was, but there's yeah. enough cautions where they kind of like re got everybody, but there was a lot of lead changes, a lot of different guys. And I still think with the new car, I think the field's so tight together, like yeah. it, it makes for good racing. Well, I will say Logano mentioned many times he thought his car had good uh, long run speed, but I don't know how he knew that because we never really had a yeah. long run. So, well, Xfinity race. Well, well, hold on. What do you think of Kenseth in the booth? I, I, I think you need to talk more. But when you're only doing it a couple times, you really can't gauge how much you should be talking. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he was really good. And then Mark Martin was up in the booth. Did you see? Yeah, that? yeah. I wonder if Gary Blair knew that. You should have texted him. I should have. I thought he was good. But you I could was... tell that Kenseth is kind of nerdy too, which I really like because Boyer's just like a good old boy and then like Kenseth, yeah. you could tell like really knew his stuff and was talking about it i thought yeah. they were good together but like we've talked about before you kind of need somebody serious with boyer yeah you wanted to start xfinity? oh so yeah we're going to xfinity uh really like the uh top 10 to start the race we had a lot of mixture it wasn't just all junior motorsports and you had a uh, a mixture of colleague uh rookies one-offs and playoff guys you had colleague first fifth and seventh you had rookies Austin Hill and Sheldon Creed out there. Then you had the Bushwhackers, Cole Custer, and uh, uh, 2000. I think during the preview, I said 2001, Trevor Bay. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, God, how did I used to do that. I was going to say that would make me seem really old. but And then you had Brandon Jones, Noah Gregson, Jeremy Clement, some of the old guys, you know, last year playoff guys in the top 10. So good mixture. They don't have a new car, but this track was a good mixture. Uh, first stage, um, Daytona race winner, Austin Hill. He's not going to he's not gonna go back to back. He, he gets into the wall on lap three, a little help from Josh Berry. Uh, his day is not done. But he, you can't win the race on the third lap, but you can lose it on the third lap. He has lost it. Um, we get a caution on lap seven. Big fire. Landon Castle. Castle. Yeah, his uh, not having a very good start with college racing. I, uh, I had high hopes for him. It's early. Yeah, we're two races in. Two races in, but yeah, not a, not a glowing start. And we have uh, Custer, Almondinger, and Bain. They dom- they're dominating the stage uh, early on. Dinger drifts late, and a couple guys not racing for points battle for the first stage. Trevor Bain is uh, able to win the stage. Custer second. Justin Allgaier, someone picked him to win. Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs round out the top five. There you go. Um, got a great story brewing here. You know, Trevor Bain, he, uh, he hasn't run in any – he didn't run any NASCAR events 2021 – Ran some part-time trucks, 2020, had a second-place finish at Talladega. 
he hadn't raced Xfinity since 2016, but he wants to slowly get back into racing. He's only 31. And if you're ever in Knoxville, he's got a coffee shop, Mahalo Coffee. Really? Um, yeah. So I would have gone there. I was just there a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's almost like you don't know anything about NASCAR. <laughs> we need to we need to get a tour of City Lights uh moonshine place yeah. in Las Vegas when we're there. To talk to Brendan. Uh, so at the stage break, when we were going into the pits, Ryan C enters and he's an eighth, but he missed his pit box. So he has to repit. So he's going to start stage two and 32nd. Also a rough pit stop for Bain. He drops back to 11th. Yeah. And they mentioned it. Uh, Penske or no, he's uh, Joe Gibbs. They, along with Penske, well, Penske doesn't have a car. They don't have a car, but uh, Joe Gibbs said, we're not going to have our pit crew do both races because we want them to be highly tuned for uh the one nut as opposed yeah. to walking around there with five nuts <laughs> i see what you did there so we start at stage two on the first lap uh ty gibbs tries to side draft but he gets sucked into hemrick and he goes into the sod uh and then in the preview we had mentioned custer was really the only He's the lone former Xfinity winner and really the only bushwhacker in the race. Wasn't sure what kind of car he would get, but damn, he had a fast car. Yeah, SS Greenlight hooked him up, and it's showing. We had mentioned uh, when we talked to Jay Buford, his team was with uh, Richard Childress Racing. Well, in the offseason, SS Greenlight hooked up with Stuart Haas Racing. They gave him a driver for the race. He's a pretty good driver, and they gave him a pretty good car uh helping them out so that that little tie-in they got with the tech thing is paying dividends um he dominated stage two yeah so he ends up winning the stage followed by uh, brandon jones justin allgaier noah grayson and ty gibbs the final stage though uh n- another stage winner that has a bad pit stop custer drops seven spots yeah a little warning about this end of this race it almost drove me away from liking nascar this was a brutal watch. Um, yeah, and I don't know if there's anything you can do about it because a lot of it had to do with safety. I don't know, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Custer battles Brandon Jones on the lap 75 restart, but then he's untested. Um, lap 82, Dinger, he's running fifth. He's got to make an unscheduled pit stop. Uh, Day's looking bad for Colleg. Um, Hemrick. Uh, is the flag bearer in fifth, but you got Dinger 32nd and Castle's going to finish 39th. I don't know if you saw AJ Allmendinger's wife posted a picture of him doing some sort of Kung Fu move. Yeah. You and said- I put, I put, I mentioned like, I was like, Oh my God, that's that Jason, uh, Bourne? <laughs> Jason Bourne. And she liked that. So we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> what she liked our post when we interviewed. Uh, yeah. Rice and colleague. Uh, so uh, yeah. Tough day for colleague, but. You know, he's not having a tough day is Cole Custer. He is cruising. But then with 48 to go, Brandon Brown brings out a yellow. Custer loses track position again on a pit stop. He loses six spots. But Almendinger gets the wave round to get back on the lead lap, but he's in 28, so it could be turned around for Colin. Yeah, maybe it is. We got 40 to go, and that's when uh, the the junior motorsports emerges. They got uh, four in the top five. They got Gregson in first, Barry second, Allgaier third, Sam Mayer fifth. 
Is that good? I feel like having four in the top five is good. Uh, yeah, you're one of those guys. <laughs> Noah Gregson appears to be cruising to victory, which means we're going to get a yellow flag soon. And uh, who brings it out? Front of the program, Jade Buford spins with uh, 26 to go. And then uh, we see everybody who has a set of tires left, they pit. Uh, and then trouble for Noah Gregson. He overshoots the pit box. He drops over 10 spots to 14th. Ty Gibbs and Anthony Alfredo stayed out because they had no tires. Uh, so Allgaier and Barry are the leaders among those that pit and have new tires. Yeah, and we restart with 20 to go. Gibbs, <laughs> Alfredo, they hold up the top row. They drop like an amble. Allgaier and Trevor Bain are out front. And then uh, Gregson makes up every spot that he had lost in the pits in about a lap and a half. It's him, Allgaier, Barry, and Custer. Uh, with 20 to go, Mike Snyder smoking and not a cigarette. It's a bad smoking. And uh, Justin Allgaier gets into the fence. Uh, so really awkward moment here. How awkward was it? Pretty awkward. There were multiple incidents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, they were at in, incidents at the uh, different times. Yeah, it seemed like uh, Barry packed some air on Allgaier, his teammates' rear. God, wording. <laughs> so Gregson, though, he now has a second half lead with 19 to go because there's no yellow, despite the two incidents. And then uh, three laps later, Cole Custer takes the lead and he's running away with it. His lead is up to 1.6 seconds with 10 to go. So, of course, we get another caution as Mason Massey puts debris on the track. And that's when we get, like, a WWE, uh, oh, my gosh, Triple H is here. He's not even, or that's Triple H's music. He's not even supposed to be here moment. Because guess what? What? Anthony Alfredo still has a set of tires. What? He is the only person in the whole track who has a set of tires he puts them on the car. Uh, Ty Gibbs comes in. He puts on some scuffs. Scuffs ain't the same as sticker tires. So uh, we restart with six to go. We got Custer on the outside, Gregson on the inside. Gregson isn't able to get front of Custer, so Custer's out front. But guess what? New tires. Anthony Alfredo picks up 11 spots in one and a half laps. And guess what we get? Another caution, baby. Another caution. Four to go. Moffitt has a tire to go down he blows a tire um so you know what that means what does that mean nascar overtime let's go baby we we get to the choose uh arrow custer chooses a top greg's and follows him up top uh puts custer and bain out front and uh anthony alfredo who's got those new set of tires is going to start fifth row on the inside yep alfredo's charging uh (laughs) but guess what happens Another overtime. Another overtime. Uh, Jones brings out his first of, like, how can you bring out two overtime cautions? He's gonna. <laughs> we have a customer starting out uh, up top, up front with Bain on the bottom. Uh, Alfredo, we said he's got fresh tires. Guess where he's at? He's second on the bottom. He, Fast Pasta, could win this one uh alfredo works the bottom but you can tell at this point the tire advantage is starting to disappear a little bit because you're thinking he's going to blow by but he doesn't before we pick up the white flag to end the race brandon jones like 
gets in the grass and then he's spinning really slow and it's like slow-mo movie it's like is this car gonna stop it's like whammo right into all these barrels of sand by the pit row entrance sand everywhere it's a debacle like like four barrels of sand just explode sand all over pit road like i'm looking at this thing going it's gonna take three hours to clean this up it didn't it only took like 30 but it seemed like three hours at the time because the race was sort of long you know i'm usually not one of those ones with the attention span problems but i'm starting to have attention span problems um so they clean it up did 29 minutes um also taken out in that incident brother-in-law on brother-in-law action with sheldon creed and steph parsons getting into it i noticed since he's moved up to xfinity sheldon creed cleaned up his hair he used to have awesome hair yeah now it's like high and tight i gotta sell advertisements here yeah. which i don't know if i like so you think that's why parsons put him into the wall he might have been married to sister casey parsons or i think yeah. is her name yeah so Anyway, it's just a debacle at this time. Like I'm, there's so many good college basketball games going on at the same time too. And I keep flipping back and forth. And every time I flip it back on, they are doing another in-car interview just because it's so much red. And then you come back from the red flag and usually you're like, oh my God, the red flag's over. We're going to go straight to racing. No, they do like seven yellow flag laps. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, uh, we go to the restart. Custer's going to start on the outside again. Bain's behind him. That, so that puts Anthony Alfredo on the front, on the inside. But his tire advantage is definitely gone as Custer gets out in front. Uh, Alfredo's just drifting back. Custer takes the white flag, and he is able to get the victory, followed by Noah Gregson, Trevor Bain, Josh Berry, and Anthony Alfredo. Yeah. Um, and then we got Marin's sixth, AJ Almendinger, all the way up to seventh. Sort of oh. saves the day. It sort of saves the day. Hemrick dropped out of the top 10, though. He finishes like 12th. Uh, Allgaier finishes eighth. Riley Herbst is in ninth. And Ryan Sieg, who multiple times had problems, he's up to 10th. And then when you look really on, uh, it's really early, early, only two races in, but we got some uh, different blood in the owner's playoff spots with RSS in fifth, SS Greenlight in seventh, our Motorsports in ninth, and then Brandon Built Motorsports in 11th. Yeah, and yeah, too early to go over the points thing, even though I put it over the rundown. It doesn't mean much this week. We'll get into it starting next week. But yeah, I enjoyed the racing. It'll be interesting to see how this track is a short track. Like, yeah, I sort of liked it, I think. The problem is anytime they repave the track, everyone's all pissed off that they repaved the track. So they're like, if we're going to piss everyone off, might as well make it a short track. Yeah. No, I thought it was two really good races. Great racing on the weekend. Uh, we're heading back to, or heading to Las Vegas. We're going to stay out on the West Coast. Yeah. So we'll see what uh, happens there. We'll be back on Friday to preview those races, uh, get you prepared for Las Vegas. This truck's back this weekend? I believe so, yeah. All right. So we'll have a, a preview for all three races. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. 
I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly Thank you for the 